Keeping the economy going, it's Bosses Rebuilding. Clive McKenzie is the CEO of Kiwi Property Group, which is, of course, the country's largest listed property business, holding $3.1 billion of real estate. Clive, good evening. Good evening. Hey, I'm fascinated by your thinking on the build-to-rent uh, build scheme. So this is obviously based on the premise that Kiwis will increasingly rent and not buy. Why do you think that? Well, Heather, it's actually an interesting point you raise there because um, just over 50% of Aucklanders actually currently rent. And uh, at the moment, uh, most of that is provided by mum and dad um, owners, and there's really a mixed quality of product out there, and we see that there's a huge opportunity for professional institutional landlords uh, to come in and provide quality uh, quality product with services such as gyms, such as co-working, uh, and 24-hour concierge, um, and also long tenure. So um, the institutional type product will, you know, we want basically our tenants to stay as long as possible, where that can be a bit hit and miss on the mum and dad environment. Yeah. Um, COVID hasn't changed your thinking on this at all about, you know, what it's going to do to the property market and people wanting to buy increasingly? No, look, I think there's always going to be a segment of the population that uh, they want to rent. And it actually takes about 13 years for most people or couples to be able to save for a deposit to buy a house. So there's a significant segment of the population that renting is, an, is a, really a necessity um, while they're saving for a deposit or a lifestyle choice. So these buildings, these um, build-to-rent schemes, would they be mixed in terms of having some owner-occupiers and, and having some tenants, or would it just be exclusively tenants in the building? Yeah, so this product type is really uh, popular overseas, especially in the US and in, and in uh, Europe and in the UK and in actually now increasingly so in Australia. And they are 100% um, rental, 100% rental. Does that, I mean, does that change the dynamic of a building? Because generally you'd find, I would have thought that owner-occupiers uh, would would be, I don't know, I mean, look, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to make generalizations, but they tend to be more responsible in looking after the property, don't they? No, well, it's actually interesting. Um, I lived in the States for eight years, and yeah. I actually lived in one of these buildings for about a year and a half. And actually, they're fabulous. They're actually more akin to a hotel uh, than they are to a, tr- a traditional um, apartment building because of the services are so fantastic. Um, they actually really encourage a community spirit. They have a lot of events in terms of getting people together and you get to meet uh, the community in the building. So they actually a really positive outcome there. Yeah. Oh, really interesting. Okay, now now as a result of COVID, have you had to innovate at all, change your, your, your business, start to kind of find a way to rebuild it differently? Look, the most important thing for us has been uh, working with our retail tenants. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was really tough during the lockdown, not only for our business, but also for our retail tenants in particular and our office tenants. And so we've, we've been really working uh, closely with them, uh, providing assistance uh, and, and really helping them get back on their feet. Um, you guys obviously copped it a wee bit uh, in the wake of COVID for not uh, offering any rent relief to your tenants, especially I'm thinking in Sylvia Park. Did you change your mind about that? No, what it was is we were actually uh, waiting to see how things panned out as well. And, um, um, you know, as soon as we could see, uh, you know, how long it was done his last and the pain that was being felt around the marketplace, we, we jumped in. We've got over 800 tenants, and we, we, uh, we've actually come to uh, arrangements with almost all of them now, and we're just working through the final handful um, to really, you know, put in packages in place to give them that assistance, not only through that COVID period, but afterwards as well, yeah. Does that actually include rent relief? It does, yes. Right, right. Why did you think that was necessary now then? Well, look, it's, it's, this is about a long-term relationship. Uh, a lease is not a short-term thing. It's, it's, this is about a relationship over five, six years and beyond that. 
And we want to make sure we support our tenants through that process. And it's good for our business, ultimately. Yeah. Um, do you think, I mean, you've put out the, um, I think, was it the sales data from June today? And it looks like it's still holding up pretty well. Do you reckon that that will continue? Look, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, we've been really uh, very, uh, very surprised in, uh, about how strong that has been. So uh, just for your listeners, um, we, we've shown sales growth of 7.5% for the month of June on an adjusted basis which really shows people have got back into the, the retail uh, environment, back into the shopping centres and, and are spending money. The discussions I've been having with retailers is they actually see that continuing uh, through the rest of this year. Um, obviously, that's subject to no more COVID coming back and the economy holding up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people are positive at the moment. Are you expecting, I mean, everybody's sort of looking at the 1st of September when the wage subsidy comes off and thinking, goodness, you know, that's a hard thing to measure. Are you also watching that to see what impact that has on retail sales? Of course, of course, yeah. And mm. but our personal view is that you know a lot of dollars are actually lost uh, by people travelling overseas, and those dollars are now being spent back in the New Zealand marketplace, and a lot of those flowing back into retail and to services. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point to make. I mean, you guys have got a lot of work on, haven't you? You've got the expansion of Sylvia Park, you've got the Drury Town Centre. Are you um, still going to carry on with this stuff? Do you still see that that's important? Yeah, um, the only actual physical construction we have underway at the moment is the expansion at Sylvia Park, and that's going great. And we're looking to open that up in October, November of this year. Yeah. Um, the rest of it's all in the design phase, and we're continuing with that design program. We haven't we haven't let up at all, and it's all it's really getting ourselves positioned for the future and looking to grab opportunities opportunities as they arise. Yeah.